Welcome to the podcast, Restore Yourself, Restore Your Marriage, where it's all about discovering the thoughts that get you in the mood, the thoughts that get you out of the mood, and how creating a deeper connection with yourself creates a deeper connection with your spouse. I'm your coach, Shelly Anderson, coaching you through life, love, and intimacy. This is episode number 48, Adventures with the Holy Ghost. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for today's episode, where we are going to shake things up a little bit today and talk about something very exciting. Now, I've been getting a lot of questions recently about my new course called Adventures with the Holy Ghost. So I thought it would be really fun to do an episode where I can share the story of how this course came to be, why this course is important on a personal level and also for marriage, and some of the fun details of what this course covers and how to access it. So let's get started. First off, I want to share the story of how this course came to be. My family and I had just moved to Northern California several years ago, and we had been there for about four months. I had already become a certified life coach through the Life Coach School and was busy with all of the details of being an entrepreneur and building my business all the way from the ground up. We were really happy living there, and I was especially enjoying getting to know the ladies in my ward at church. And I think most of the people listening today are either already members of, or at least familiar with, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is the church that I attend. And we have this amazing program where the women get to check in with one another and help a sister out through the ministering program. So we are asked to check in with a couple specific women each month, and I had just been asked to start getting to know a new girl in our ward named Stanka, and she was from Romania. Now, I reached out to her to set up a time for us to meet with a few of the other ladies as well and go out to lunch. And by the time that that luncheon came around, we had at least already met and had actually been to one or two church activities where we were able to talk for a few minutes and start to get to know each other. We exchanged contact information, and I told her how to reach out if she had any questions about the area or if she needed anything. So we went out to lunch with some of the other wonderful ladies and had a fabulous time. We were there for a couple of hours sharing laundry tips, beauty tips, and honestly just laughing a lot. It was such a fun time. And shortly after that lunch, Stanka texted me again saying that she wanted to go out to lunch again, but that this time she wanted it just to be me and her. So something deep inside of me felt that I really needed to go. And so we made plans for the following week. Now, before I tell you what happened next, I want to share with you what had been happening with me and my business up to this point. So I was super excited about life coaching and and I started to get some clients. And it was mainly by word of mouth. 
So I started getting pretty busy. I did my best to keep my priorities in line and to keep my spirituality high so that I could continue serving others through life coaching. As I was praying one night, I felt a strong prompting come to me, and I quickly recognized it as the presence of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. The scriptures teach us that as the third member of the Godhead, the Holy Ghost teaches us truth and helps us to know Heavenly Father's will for us individually. And since he speaks in a still, small voice, he quietly prompted me to write a book. Now, I am not a writer or an author, nor have I ever dreamed of wanting to become one. Never in a million years did I ever think that I would be writing a book. What in the world is happening? Since I was currently in the middle of building my business, I figured the book was supposed to be about my life coaching topic, which was relationships and specifically marriage and intimacy. Yes, that seemed to make so much sense. I would write a book that would teach how to use life coaching skills with marriage and intimacy challenges in a way that supported the beliefs of Latter-day Saints. That way, they would feel safe, confident, and comfortable enough to read it, knowing that it would not tell them to do anything that was contrary to their beliefs. There were a lot of fabulous books on the shelves at Deseret Book that also approached this topic by many well-known Latter-day Saint therapists, but not one from a Latter-day Saint life coach yet. This just seemed all too perfect. So I grabbed my computer, sat down to start the process, and then nothing. How could this be happening? I knew that the life coaching principles and skills that I wanted to include, I knew the order that I should put them in for each chapter. I already had several stories to include with each skill set to help give examples of how it might look in real life. I had all of the information ready to go, and yet the words would not come. Well, maybe I was just too nervous trying to write a book for the first time, but I was so excited. So how could this not be working? Maybe I was just too anxious, wanting to get the wording just right. So much so that I couldn't get any words out at all. This became very frustrating. So I put it aside for a time, knowing I would try again later. A few days passed and I attempted the process again. Maybe I won't start with an introduction this time and just jump right into the process. Maybe that will make it easier for me to start writing. Nope, that didn't help at all. I tried writing out the table of contents, and that was easy enough. But when I tried to start writing, still nothing came. This was just getting ridiculous. What was I missing? I looked at a couple of ideas on Google to see if anything might be able to help me get started, but nothing seemed to help. So I put it aside again for a while and figured I would try again later. 
This happened quite a few times and I became more frustrated every time. I felt like I was eager and willing to do what Heavenly Father wanted me to do and I was trying to do it, but it was as if I just couldn't and I didn't really understand it at all. I kept praying about it and felt the need to be patient. So I was. All of this had been happening for months before I met Stanka for lunch that second time. And so this is where I will pick up the story again. And this is where things really start to get good. So Stanka and I are eating lunch and enjoying some delicious sourdough bread and some yummy salads. We were talking about all kinds of things. And then she said she wanted to ask me a question. Now, I had seen this setup before, so I thought I knew what was coming. Sometimes when people find out I'm a life coach and that I like to help with marriage and intimacy, which can be a challenging topic, they often will ask to talk with me privately to see if it will help them with a specific issue. So I kind of thought this might be the case, but then she totally surprised me. She started telling me about the times that we happened to be at the same church activities over the last several weeks and the lunch with the other ladies and that as she was listening to people and trying to get to know them better, she noticed something about the stories I was telling. Now, at this point, she really had me intrigued because I still really thought it was going to be about my coaching stuff or the sexy stuff that sometimes comes up when I get into conversations. But this is what she said. I noticed that most of the stories that you share with people all have something in common. I noticed that you always talked about how the Holy Ghost guided you to do this or to say that or to not take a certain road when you were on your bike. Now, I was totally caught off guard by what she was saying, and now my curiosity was in full effect. Then she continued with a question. How do you do that? She said, I have the gift of the Holy Ghost, and I have had a few experiences of my own, but I want to have my my own adventures with the Holy Ghost. Oh my goodness. I had never heard anyone say something like she had just said, or the phrase adventures with the Holy Ghost. I absolutely loved it. And I was completely obsessed with it. I had never considered those two concepts going together before, adventure and the Holy Ghost. But what happened next is something that was totally unexpected and something I will never forget. Right after she said those words, and as I sat back and took it all in, the Holy Ghost showed up to that conversation. He made his presence known and I recognized it. But why? Why was he there? 
And why now during this particular lunch conversation? I knew it meant something. So I silently waited to see what would transpire. Then the Holy Ghost whispered to me, that, that is what you are to write your book about. Tears totally started pouring out of my face. And all of a sudden, everything started to make sense. The reason I couldn't seem to write a book that I thought I was supposed to be writing and what should have been a pretty easy thing for me to write was that Heavenly Father wanted me to write a book about something totally different. And I didn't even know that. Oh my goodness, I had been totally clueless. At that moment, I felt the most beautiful peace and surety that it would all work. Now, Stonka was just looking at me at this point, and she must have thought that I was crazy. But I told her what was actually happening in that moment. I shared it with her, how I had been struggling to write the book and how I had felt a deep prompting to meet her for lunch that day and that I needed to meet with her, even though I totally didn't know why. And now it was all becoming clear. Gaining the knowledge of her desire to have her own experiences and her own adventures with the Holy Ghost was key to me being able to take the next step in following Heavenly Father's prior instructions to me to write a book. I finally had the clarity of my topic, which started as an adventure all its own in the restaurant that day. I instantly had a clear understanding of the layout of the book, the order of the chapters, and how many to include. When I got home after lunch, I got my computer out and started writing. The words just flowed. All of the pieces were finally in place. It took several long months to write it. My husband, Nick, even went through it to make sure that there were no major grammatical errors. And then I submitted it for publishing. Now, this whole process was no joke. While I explain it here in just a few sentences, it was pretty intense for me. I would have to wait up to six months for a response once I turned it in. Oh boy, let the waiting begin. Now, for some strange reason, I figured that since Heavenly Father was the one that urged me to write this book through the Holy Ghost, that it would for sure be accepted by the publishers without a hitch, and that the printing would begin shortly afterward and shortly be flooding the bookshelves within just a few months. Um, yeah, so none of that happened. I was actually really sad when I got the news that my book had been rejected. It's a typical rejection letter that I got with no specific reason why, simply that the company wanted to focus on other topics at the time. Yes, that was a total bummer for me. And so now what? I knew that there were many other well-known authors that had several of their books rejected multiple times. 
and that they just kept submitting them to different publishers. I even think one guy submitted his book to about three different ones. And finally, one agreed, and his book ended up being a bestseller. I wondered if I would need to do the same. I prayed about it and felt again the still, small voice of the Holy Ghost communicate to me these words. Just wait. I will let you know what to do. And so that's what I did. I held on to the book just as it was and waited for about one and a half years. And then the still small voice appeared once again and delivered further instructions, which were these. Turn this book into a course. Wait, what? No, 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 no. I was already in the middle of writing my own course on Desiring Desire to help my clients with discovering how their own desire works when it comes to intimacy and also a course called Creating the Connected Couple and a course for newly engaged couples to take before they got married, all using life coaching skills. I was deep into writing other courses already. I would have to put all of that on hold to start filming this course instead. And so that's what I did. Now, my husband, Nick, was so awesome to help set things up and check that the lighting I had was good, as well as the sound. And so we began. After about five straight days of filming and then refilming a few parts, the long process of editing began. I cannot even begin to thank Nick enough for the hours he put into the editing. And I definitely don't know how I would have done this without his help. And after getting it all formatted correctly, I am so happy to say that it is finally up and running on my website. So now that you have the story of how this course came to be and why it's called Adventures with the Holy Ghost, let's talk about why this is important, how it relates to what I do as a coach, how it relates to you and your marriage, and all of the other fun stuff that we can learn in this course. So when I started my life coaching business, one of the most important things to me was to be able to offer an experience to people who had strong spiritual beliefs and values like I did, where I would not offer solutions to them that would be in conflict with their beliefs. What I found time and time again was so many people that I knew that wanted help in their life was that there was a pretty decent amount of fear in them to actually get that help for fear that they would be asked to do something contrary to their values. They feared that if they sought help for the challenges in their marriage, that they would be told to watch porn together or to get involved in some kinky explorations. And sadly, this does happen. But I wanted to offer a life coaching solution that had nothing to do with those things so that something like that wouldn't keep them from getting the help that they were seeking. 
As I was in the process of setting up certain aspects of my business, I needed to make a decision on fonts and logos and colors and taglines and all the stuff. (laughs) And one of the things I needed to consider was this tagline for my business. I really thought about it and I wanted to use Shelly Anderson Life Coaching to mean something important. And I decided on this tagline, making intimacy more meaningful. Intimacy can come in many forms and is all about making something more familiar, more known. I realized that I wanted to be able to offer my clients an experience where they are really able to understand themselves on a much deeper level one that life coaches are trained to help bring to light. This led me to stay focused on three main areas of increasing the intimacy they experience in their life, discovering the deeper levels with the spiritual, with themselves, and with their spouse. Often when people come to me for help, they really want to change or fix their spouse. And what they start to discover is that as they start the process of increasing their knowledge about themselves first through their own thinking patterns and the main emotions that are driving their actions in the marriage, they start changing internally, which gives their spouse a different version to interact with. And this has a major impact on the relationship and one that cannot be underestimated. The beauty of this work is that as we start to work on ourselves, our spouse also becomes different in the process. It's just that it happens in a way that is much different than we thought it would be. But it's in a way that is also much more real, more genuine, and lasting than a change that is done out of resentment or from an ultimatum. A life coaching approach to any issues in marriage always stem from a deep level of unconditional love in full-out practice and application. And this is fabulous for marriage. It feeds the marriage with high-grade fuel. And it can be quite a fun and invigorating experience. A life coaching approach to life's challenges, and especially in marriage, will include seeking balance and health in the main aspects of life. Spirituality is one of those main components in life and is a piece that affects all of the others. When we improve ourselves to any degree spiritually, it will have a positive effect on the other aspects of our lives as well. And this is the beauty of this type of work. As we work on one part of ourselves, we will start to feel better about all of the other parts. They are all connected. I was originally going to become a family therapist and got about halfway through my master's program when I knew I needed to make a switch. But I do remember hearing this one quote, improve your relationships, improve your life. I loved this because it's so true. 
Remember when we were dating someone and things started to not go so well and we thought a breakup might be in the future? Remember how horrible that made everything else feel too? We still experience this today. We experience this in our relationship with our spouse, but we can also experience the same effect in our spiritual relationships with Heavenly Father and the Savior. And the key to improving those relationships is through the Holy Ghost. As we improve our relationship with the Holy Ghost, our relationship with Heavenly Father and His Son will also improve. And when these relationships improve, our relationship with ourself will improve. And I'm sure you can guess what happens next. When our relationship with ourself improves, our relationship with our spouse improves. It's all so connected and they all work beautifully together. This is why this course totally contributes to my mission as a life coach and my desire to help improve marriages all over. Now, before I get into some of the fun details of the course, I wanted to make sure that I took a moment to clarify that this course is not a course that is all about spiritual doctrine. This is a life coaching course where you will be taught life coaching skills that you can apply to the spiritual aspect of your life and specifically the ways in which life coaching skills can help you expand the relationship you currently have with the Holy Ghost. And this is by no means an official course from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or any church, but I totally include scriptures in this course as a way to dive deep and expand our ideas of what is possible when it comes to how we think about our relationship with the Holy Ghost. I also hope that this course will show what is totally possible. There is so much that is available and possible for us, and we can make amazing contributions to this world in a way that is unique and in a way that is totally in line with our values and what we believe our Heavenly Father wants us to do. And since this is my first video course, I hope you will be forgiving to any moments where I sound nervous or mess up on any of the words, but I assure you that the content is there. And um, also, in this course, I do not go into every detail about the Holy Ghost. There are already other fabulous books by prophets and apostles who do an amazing job of sharing all the wonderful details and titles and purposes of the Holy Ghost. I am not trying to redo or outdo or undo any of their amazing work. The only thing I'm trying to do is to give an idea of what's possible from a life coaching perspective and 
to be able to use the life coaching skills to actually help us increase our spirituality. So now on to some of the fun stuff. There are so many fun and exciting topics that will be covered in this course, and I wanted to take just a few minutes to give you a little taste of them. The entire course is done on video, where a different life coaching skill is interwoven throughout each different adventure. The introduction video dives deeper into the definition of the word adventure and the unique opportunity we can all experience as we combine two seemingly opposite ideas into one. The first adventure asks us to leave the world of spiritual childhood behind. Now, this is a metaphoric land that we often live in, even as adults. With the way we think about the spiritual and other aspects of our lives. Here, we discover the more infantile or toddler-like ways we have been approaching life, lacking the skills that come with maturity. We explore the five most famous landmarks of this land, paying special attention to the ones that have kept us stuck or kept us from progressing, such as Blame Boulevard, Mount Temper Tantrumus, and the neighborhood of victimhood, the sinking sands of no other choice, and the capital city of control. In this adventure, we will need to keep track of how many times we return to each of these landmarks during the week before we can continue on to the next exciting thing. The second adventure asks us to pick which escape route we want to take when leaving the land of spiritual childhood. Now, there are several routes to choose from, some bad and some good. Many of us don't even realize that we have already started on one route, only to find that it has landed us right back in the land that we are trying to leave behind. Which one does that for you? Some of the routes are far better than others, like Acceptance Avenue, and each of us will get to choose the ones we feel will be the most effective for our escape. The third adventure is one of the most exciting because this is where we get to discover the land of spiritual adulthood. This too is a metaphoric land where we need to start spending the majority of our time and energy. This is the place where we start to unlock our mind and the way that we have been thinking about things. This is the place where we really start to unlock what is possible for the relationship that we have with the Holy Ghost. This place is so much fun because we get to start exploring the most fascinating landmarks, like the Peculiar Pie Shop, where we encounter a pie that has six unique pieces in it, but all working together to create something wonderful. And we have a say in how we experience each of those six pieces of the pie. What flavors will we add to them? We will also discover 
the bleachers of the boxing ring, the store of stories, and the most exciting of all, the wave pool. Discover how this wave pool is different than any other and how specific life coaching skills can help you start to master your ability to become an awesome wave rider for life. Now, Adventure 4 invites us to explore the many different job descriptions of the Holy Ghost in just a little more detail. But was there an application to be filled out by people who wanted to apply for the role of the Holy Ghost? What would that have included? Was any type of compensation or salary offered? This fun and out-of-the-box thinking is a great way to expand our appreciation for the many ways the Holy Ghost really does try to work with us. We also explore some of his unique and even some surprising assignments, as well as what's not included in his job descriptions. Adventure number five brings us the exciting idea of the power couple and just how powerful two working together can really be. We explore the concept of constancy and the fun new ways we can add more of it to our lives and the exciting components of being in a companionship paired up and made to complement and how fun it can be to heighten the concept of matching. How will we choose to empower our own life, our spouse's life, and our marriage with some of these new ideas and skills? Now, the sixth adventure is called Promptings of Light. And this adventure is one that challenges us to look at any promptings we receive from the Holy Ghost and see if we can categorize them. Each letter in the word light stands for a specific category. And this is simply a fun little exercise to get us to look at promptings in a new way, to see if we can see a bigger picture or pattern. And it's aimed at getting us to look more closely for the promptings. We even have a part that I especially enjoy called math I actually like and the prompting equation. Which category will you have the most promptings in? And what could that mean about heaven and what could that mean about how heavenly father is trying to help you? Adventure number 7 is where we really start to take flight as we untie the tethers that are holding us back. There are several types of tethers that we often tie unintentionally that sometimes end up limiting how the Holy Ghost may be interacting with us. Do we know what they actually are? Have we ever considered that we may be holding the Holy Ghost back? Perhaps with our self-imposed office hours and that it's not the other way around? This is the time where we start to untie those tethers in brand new ways and stop limiting how the Holy Ghost works with us. The eighth adventure can be even more personal as we think about how the Holy Ghost can guide us when it comes to our families, 
And I get a lot of questions about this. So I do share a few stories about our children and how the Holy Ghost was very involved with the arrival of each of them, including the adoption of two of them. Adventure number nine is all about thought balloons. Wait, what? What are thought balloons, you ask? The brain likes to function on autopilot most of the time, and we are going to need to get adventurous if we are going to intervene with success. And we need to intervene. So this is a fun new way that we can start creating the life that we really want. This adventure is all out. Use your imagination, expand your thinking, and challenge yourself in new ways. Wholesome goodness. We learn how to recognize the thought balloons that are actually spiritual promptings from the Holy Ghost and how to get to an awesome place called the space between. How to try on thoughts in search for the one that fits and how to continue with the concept of companions, especially the strong companionship of our thoughts and emotions working together. The 10th adventure may seem a little out of this world as we explore the concepts of portals, first responders, and invisible weaponry. This is such a fun adventure, especially when it comes to increasing our protective strategies, learning to protect and defend in new ways, and increasing our strength as missionaries in the field or even in an easily offended world. Did you know that the Holy Ghost can arrive pretty quickly to certain situations? This adventure explores this concept and challenges us to rethink the notion that the Holy Ghost only shows up every few years or only for the biggest or most important events. Is your invisible weaponry as strong as it could be? Adventure number 11 challenges us to use our creativity. This can be really exciting, especially for those who feel like they have to fit in a certain type of box. We learn how creativity is internally and divinely connected to our happiness and that we are happy when we are creating. If we are creating something that Heavenly Father wants us to create and we were guided to do so by the Holy Ghost, imagine the happiness we could feel. We break the mold of what it means to be chosen igniting our unique creativity to heighten the level of chosenness within us. We explore out-of-the-box ways to create time that's meaningful, time to be in the temple, time with our tiny temple notebooks, and what it means to be sitting with the Spirit. And the final adventure of this course challenges us to launch out into the deep, to try something new, to walk on unfamiliar waters, and to experience miracles in our own lives. This adventure invites us to use this course as a starting point for something amazing 
and as a launching pad so that we can experience the Holy Ghost much more frequently and on a level that is much more meaningful and powerful. This adventure teaches us the power of the three Ps, what it means to quench not the spirit and to actually stir up the gift of the Holy Ghost on purpose. We are challenged to let down the nets that act as barriers to catching far more happiness in our lives than we ever could have on our own. And we are finally challenged to start a brand new adventure of our own, starting right at the end of the course, to start an adventure that is new, unique, and guided by the Holy Ghost and full of many adventures that you can share with others to show them what is possible. So I hope that you enjoyed that little explanation of the course Adventures with the Holy Ghost. And as we are getting to the end of this episode, I just wanted to share the final details about the course. It's all on video and can be accessed from my website, ShellyAndersonLifeCoach.com and it's under the Services and Programs tab, which is up at the top of the page. So once you read through the explanation of the course and scroll to the bottom of that page, you can click the Add to Cart button at the bottom. And right now, the introductory price for this course is only $27 for the entire course, which is totally affordable. But that price is an introductory price and it won't last for long. On the website, it will ask you to create a free membership account to get this price and then gain access to the course. So after you enter credit card details and the information that is needed, you will then receive an email with the password to access your account and the course. So it's all pretty simple. Now, each adventure during the course will ask you to complete a certain aspect of the adventure or a task or a challenge, kind of like a mini adventure such as writing down a declaration of what you will actually do to improve your relationship with the Holy Ghost moving forward. So I highly recommend that you use a notebook or a journal for this course because it's very interactive and quite reflective. I did not make worksheets for this course on purpose. One of the goals of this course is to be able to become more in tune with the Holy Ghost. So while you are listening and pondering on the words in this course, please push pause on the video if you start to get a prompting from the Holy Ghost. Do not just brush it off and wait to write it down later. If you start to feel a prompting coming, then that is the exact perfect time to let other things wait, including the video. 
Practice pushing pause on some of the less important things in life and practice putting the spiritual promptings first. Practice slowing down, tuning in a little more and giving the Holy Ghost the priority and all the time, space, and attention that you have so that you can receive any information that is specific and unique to you. This adventure needs to be personal and it needs to be individually unique to you. And you need the freedom of space to be able to write and write and write (laughs) or write down whatever comes to you without being limited. Your adventures should not look like anyone else's adventures at all. Sometimes your responses may be short. Other times you may feel like you need to write a lot down. The other courses that I'm creating about meaningful intimacy, emotional desire and physical arousal or creating the connected couple will all have worksheets that go along with them as those are meant for close observation and tracking and and personal discovery using a specific worksheet format. But this course is very different and using a journal or a notebook will be far more effective. Some of the adventures in this course may ask you to answer the questions I'm asking and some will ask you to draw a map. Some will ask you to make a chart or to keep track of something for a week. And it would be ideal to do one adventure per week. And it could even be an awesome Sunday activity. Being able to have some time in between each adventure can be very effective when trying to start applying some of the life coaching concepts and skills. And now each adventure and lesson in this course uses different aspects of life coaching skills and especially the life coaching model. And while I might not mention each one in an outright or obvious way, they are all interwoven throughout each lesson and throughout the entire course. And since life coaching often uses the process of asking powerful questions, you will get the most out of this course if you take the time to push pause when I do ask some of the questions and write down your thoughts and answers. Sometimes I ask a lot of questions to really get you thinking, and you don't have to write down the answers to all of them. But just know that whenever the questions come, you are deeply involved in the life coaching process. Well, I hope this episode gave you some insight into what the course Adventures with the Holy Ghost is going to include and what the experience might be like. This really is a time when we are going to need the constant companionship of the Holy Ghost if we want to survive spiritually. What is it that you really want for your relationship with the Holy Ghost? And how badly do you want those things? Your adventure could literally begin within the next 24 hours. So what are you waiting for? And just remember, the more you restore this type of intimacy within yourself, the more you restore it with your spouse. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you will join me again next week.